for the month of December 2022. There will be no new Tools to Create a Better Life radio show. However, we will be replaying shows from years ago that are the top listened to shows. So stick around and listen in. If you would like something a little bit different though, you can join me in my new private podcast called Behind the Magic. I'll be sharing a little bit more personally what I'm changing, what I'm choosing, what's going on, what's up. It might be weekly, it might be daily, it might be five minute shows, it might be hour long shows, who knows. If you would like to join me, you can find the link in the show notes of this show or you can reach out and I'll get you the link. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today's show, 10 tips to create a magical day every day. And this is yet another show that was inspired by a posting that I put in the Awesomepreneur group on Facebook, just wondering what people would like to hear me talk about. And it was really cool because I had a whole bunch of responses, which actually really assisted me creating all of the shows for October. How does it get any better than that? And this one wasn't exactly what the the gal asked for. Uh, I think she said, like, how to ensure to have a great day or something like that. So I changed it up a little bit. So 10 tips to create a magical day every day. Tip number one, and is number one for a reason, it's choose it. The very first thing to do when you open your eyes is choose to have a magical day. Choose to create a magical day. Know that you are the only one who can actually choose a magical day or not choose a magical day. And that doesn't mean that everything will, uh, you know, go your way or everything be perfect or anything like that. It really, it's about your choosing of it, which will create it no matter what shows up, you will still choose it. So even if let's say you got a fender bender on the way to work, you can choose to go to the drama trauma and the blame and the anger and all of that. That's one choice, definitely. And when you're consciously choosing to create a magical day, you'll know in that moment there's another choice. So sometimes things show up that we would judge as not a magical day. Uh, And so really the question that you want to go to in those situations is, what is right about this I'm not getting? Yeah, because, you know, for me, it's... I. You know, I talk about that question a lot in the last couple of months because it really, I really feel like I've got it to a whole different depth than I ever really got before. And so if you are traveling along and somebody, you know, runs into or you run into somebody else, 
I'm so aware now that the universe has our back, that if we're willing to go into, okay, well, what's right about this I'm not getting? What's right about me I'm not getting? The universe will actually show us and we're actually inviting the universe to show us, which means we're dropping our barriers and we're getting out of the judgment of it so that we truly can be choosing that magical day no matter what shows up. Yeah, so everywhere you haven't been willing to choose a magical day, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. I was talking to somebody today and uh, a friend of hers is on a holiday and the friend had texted her the night before just saying, you know, worst holiday ever. This is horrible. I hate it. And my friend was kind of giggling. She doesn't do access, but she was giggling. And she said, isn't it what you make it? And I thought, that's exactly it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all, you know, that gal is choosing for to focus on what isn't working or isn't the way it should be, like a victim, saying, well, this is the worst holiday ever, as though she has no way to change it, as though she has nothing to do with the fact that it's the worst one ever. Like, and that's what we do. I mean, I'm using her as an example, but believe me, I did that for years. It just happened. Life happened to me. I wasn't in any way, shape, or form able to choose or create it to be different. It was just the way it was, and it showed up a certain way. And not horrible or awful, usually, but certainly not magical, certainly not what I choose and create now. And a lot of that was I truly didn't know it was a choice. And I'm so grateful that I now know it's a choice. And there's times I may still choose cranky or pissy or whatever and I'm still aware it's a choice and sometimes I still choose it even though I know it's a choice <laughs> and and that's what I love about consciousness is it allows everything and judges nothing so everywhere that you've judged you when you didn't choose a magical day or didn't choose a magical moment oh, we just try and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, one of the one of the ways that I find really assists me to choose a magical day is the access consciousness um, mantra. And so as you guys know, if, unless you're new to my show, the, these tools and processes are from access consciousness at accessconsciousness.com. Uh, and, and so the mantra is all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. So 10 times in the morning, 10 times at night, and any time throughout the day when you're not choosing it. <laughs> so there's days that I'm saying it pretty much all the time. And I really, it's such a magical statement, guys. And I know it just sounds like words, but I always challenge people in my classes and sessions, just try it for 30 days. Just put a sticky note or an alarm on your phone. Do something so that you remember to do it so that you can get a sense of the magic it actually creates. Okay, so tip number one, choose it. Tip number two is to expand out. And this is an energy thing, <laughs> but it has literally changed my life because most of us are walking around uh, very much in our heads. And I, I 
often call, call it a denseness, but it doesn't sound very nice as I'm saying it, walking around very dense. That's <laughs> at least, you know, growing up for me, dense was dumb. You know, that was the, the uh, meaning of it. So we walk around very contracted energetically and only really, really in a tiny, tiny space in our head, very dense. So then when we do something like go to a mall where there's hundreds of people or even (laughs) a hundred people, uh, the energy can feel so intense. And that was a big thing for me for many years. Going to a mall always seemed like a really good idea until I got there. And then I would hit a point, which was usually about 20 minutes into the trip, uh, that I would have to go. It just was so uncomfortable. And Hubby even got to the point where he just knew he could look at me and he's like, oh, we're going, are we? And like, yes, we're going right now. So uh, by expanding out energetically, we're taking that, that contracted energy that we are being and we're expanding it out into the all of us as the infinite being we truly be which is just this enormous energy that is natural for us. And, you know, I do kind of an exercise and I've done it on many other shows in a much slower way, but um, just to kind of keep with the 10 things today, I'm going to go fairly quickly through it with the expanding out where you just become aware of your body, expanding out into the room, expanding out into the entire house or building you're in, Expanding out into the entire state or province in which you live. Extending out, expanding out into the entire world. And then expanding out into all of you as the infinite being you truly be. Yeah. And you notice like even though we did that really, really quickly, there's already more space. There's already this. Ah. So if you can start your day off like that that will change everything and do it consistently throughout the day. Now, I'm not one that, like a lot of people really struggle with waking up in the morning and feeling really um, heavy and, and icky and not want to get out of bed and not want to live and you know stuff like that. That actually hasn't been something that I've dealt a lot with myself personally. Um, I don't normally wake up like that. If, if, if that's going to occur, if I'm going to choose that, I guess would be a better way to say that. It would happen a little bit later in my day, usually when I've had some interaction with people. And either way, whether you're kind of like me and it may occur a little bit later on in the day or you wake up feeling like that, expanding out will really assist that to change also. So everywhere that you travel when you sleep and pick up everybody's gunk and then wake up buying the lie that it's yours. <laughs> Will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Ooh, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere you've bought the lie that if you woke up with it, it has to be yours because you've just woken up. <laughs> Will you destroy and uncreate all that? And return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. And like I said earlier, that is also still a choice too, guys. So sometimes it feels like it does happen to us, I, I know, and it is still a choice. The other really cool thing with expanding out is that when you're expanded out, you actually can't be in judgment. So that was one of the things that really assisted me to start expanding out all day long because it was 
such an easy way to stop the judgment, whether I was in judgment of me, or I was buying the lie that I was judging somebody else, uh, or even buying the lie that I was judging me, right? Because judgment is never ours. Um, I would just expand out. Because sometimes in sometimes the judgment with with choosing judgment, then I'll choose to judge that I'm judging. (laughs) Oh, gosh, as in access, we say, at least I am cute, because man, there's some days it's ridiculous. Uh, Okay, so that's tip number one to choose to create a magical day. Tip number two, expand out. Tip number three, starting your day asking this question, who am I today? And what grand and glorious adventures will I have? (sighs) Who am I today? And what grand and glorious adventures will I have? And it just to me, it's just such a fun and playful way to start the day. Now, uh, we were recently talking about this in one of the Facebook groups, and somebody said, like, why, who am I today? Like, what the heck? Uh, And basically, when we're asking that is we're getting out of the lie that we were the same person that we were yesterday, because we're not. And, And when we're willing to go beyond that, then we can actually create who we are today. So if yesterday you chose things that didn't create more, or you chose, you know, not maybe everything, but some things that you didn't really love, or you didn't choose to create a magical day, if you don't buy the lie that you are who you were yesterday, then that means you get to create today totally different because you're you're somebody totally different. Every 10 seconds, you're somebody totally different. It's just that we're often buying the lie that we're the same, that that's just who we are. It's also projected at us that that's who we are. It's like, oh, well, Glenise, she's always blah, blah, blah. Or so-and-so, they're always on time, or they're always late, or they're always cranky, or they're always happy. And none of that's true. Now, it might be that a person often chooses a certain thing. So maybe somebody does choose cranky a lot, but it doesn't mean they're always cranky. and, And what's more true is in that 10 seconds, okay, are they choosing cranky? Are they choosing happy? What are they choosing right now? And then that will also get you out of the definition because if we have the judgment that somebody's always choosing cranky, we will only ever perceive their crankiness even when they're not choosing cranky. And this is why you can have siblings grow up in the same house with the same parents, go to the same school, have, you know, similar friends and have totally different experiences. It's because they've got the judgments. You know, maybe one of them has, uh, one sibling has the judgment that school is horrible and one has it that school is fun. So then the one who's got schools horrible is going to have a lot different experiences and will it will seem very true to them, but it's just the lies. So all of the judgments that you have of you, of who you are and who you have to be and the definition of you from all lifetimes, realities, universes, anywhere I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, cool. The other one that I'm going to talk just briefly on, because it is one that I talk a lot about. So tip number four would be um, interesting point of view. 
that will really assist you to create your magical day. Much like what we were just talking about is when you have points of view, that's all you're going to experience in your day. So if you're using the tool, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. So if you're on the train heading into work and it's slow or somebody's stinky beside you or whatever it might be, just any judgment that's coming up, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. (sighs) Interesting point of view, I have that point of view interesting point of view, I have that point of view over and over until it shifts and changes. It doesn't mean that the stink will change. You know, if it is somebody stinky beside you, it just will mean that you'll stop judging it. And then once you stop judging something, you'll actually have the awareness of what it would take to change it. So it might be all of a sudden a seat across the way opens up, or all of a sudden they get off the uh, the next stop whatever it may be. But all the while you're in judgment of it, you're going to stay in that energy. So the interesting point of view tool, I love. The other question that you may want to use throughout the day in in creating your magical day every day is if you kind of find yourself up against something. uh, Let's let's use the example of getting uh, rear-ended while you're driving. You can ask, if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? Yeah, because it takes you out of the judgment. It acknowledges that you're, you know, you've got some points of view, which is cool. You always want to acknowledge that when you're when you're aware of it. Just acknowledge it as is. Don't pretend. But then it also takes it out of that into and what's possible. So if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? And I often tell the story of going to Florida a few years ago onto the advanced body process class with Gary. And my luggage was taking a long time to get come through and I needed to pick it up and take it through immigration so that I could get onto the flight into the US. And, uh, you know, I'm standing there and I had a lot of points of view, as did everybody standing waiting for their bags. So and and my plane, I could see it was, you know, going to be heading off soon. And instead of going into the drama trauma, although I chose that for a few minutes, I then went into, okay, well, if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? so if I didn't have a point and I just kept doing that over and over and within a few minutes my bag came I zipped through immigration and whenever I felt like I wasn't going to happen or I was going to be late again I would just ask that question shift and change it I ran down to the very end where the plane was and um (laughs) I should have missed it however it was delayed by 15 minutes so how does it get any better than that Tip number five, all about destroying and uncreating the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, and separations. I call them the DJCCs and pissers because anytime you have them either of yourself or other people, then much like points of view, well, they are points of view, really, same thing you're going to only experience them. So if you're projecting that your kid will be um, hard to wake up in the morning for school, then they will pick up on that and likely act it out for you. (laughs) Or if your boss projects onto you that you're going to arrive late, you will likely pick up on that, not cognitively, but energetically, and then you will arrive late. (laughs) So the more that you're willing to constantly destroy and uncreate all the DJCCs and pissers, and the way that I usually do it is I just kind of like that. I just run and create all the DJCCs and pissers that I have of myself here, that I have of them here. You know, I use maybe their name or maybe it's a group of people. That's fine too. 
and whatever else kind of comes to mind and, and how we're acting with each other, how we're going to be with each other, whatever, whatever wording, you can't get it wrong. Just want to be constantly destroying and uncreating them. Even all the DJCCs and pissers that you have to creating a magical day. Whew, all of those will you destroy and create them all and return them to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I mean, I know it sounds crazy that somebody projecting onto us that we would be late, that, that we would actually choose it. And I'm so aware of how much we've done that. Like that, that so much of what we choose is actually projected at us. And if we would be willing to be aware then we actually wouldn't use that projection against us. We would be, we may be aware of it and then we could choose if it actually works or not. You know, if somebody's projecting onto you that you're a rich bitch, <laughs> you probably don't need to prove them otherwise. Like there are projections that you're going to want to exponentialize and really choose and be and, and allow more of totally. So anywhere you wouldn't allow people to project onto you that you are a rich bitch with more money than you know what to do with, you just start and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. You just want to be aware of all of the projections so that then you can choose the ones that are going to create more and not choose the ones that aren't going to create more. So all of the projections you haven't been willing to be aware of that other people have of you and you have of you, will you destroy and uncreate them all and return them to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, the sixth tip for creating a magical day every day would be to use the thymus exercise. And this is something that's talked about in foundation. So if you have not taken a foundation class, get your butt to foundation, <laughs> hashtag get your butt to foundation. Or if it's been a while, or if you feel drawn to take another one, hashtag get your butt to foundation. And so the thymus exercise, basically the thymus is a gland um, in our immune system and usually after puberty it shuts off once you start using the tools from access and getting the body processes run it'll start to activate again originally the thymus gland was a source for psychic awareness it was blocked and diminished as a way to limit awareness and this i'm just kind of reading from the from the foundation manual therefore we all went to the third eye as a source of how we were supposed to get vision and awareness it was supposed to be a way of seeing the future once the thymus is reactivated it will begin to handle the viruses and stuff that our bodies have not been able to handle in the past. The thymus will start to generate and become stronger. It's a center from which we gain energy. And so basically, I'm going to run you through it. It's kind of an energetic thing. Um, and a lot of times people will just lay on their bed and put kind of their arms out and their legs out as though they're laying like a star. You know, if you laid on the center of your bed and your hands, if you were, if you were tied up, let's say you liked S&M and so your, your legs were tied at, at each corner and your hands were tied at each corner. That's the, the position you want to be in, although they don't need to be tied, but totally could be if that's fun for you. And basically what you're going to do is you're going to bring the energy, um, okay, so I need to think about this while I talk about it. So bring energy and it just just know that as I'm saying it your body's already doing it okay so just pulling energy up through your left foot 
up your leg, crossing over, going up your right arm. So it's basically making one of the X's, coming up your foot, up your leg, crossing over, kind of crossing over the thymus, which is above the heart and below the throat, up your arm and out through your right hand. Now you're going to do, and allow that just to continue to run. Now up your right foot, crossing over your body, over your thymus, and up your left hand and out your left hand. Yeah, allowing both of them to run. Now from the center of Mother Earth, up through the center of you and out through the top of your head. Yeah, allowing all three of those to run. Now you're going to go with energy down into your left hand, down your arm, crossing over your thymus, going down and out through your right foot into the ground. Now down your right hand, arm over the thymus, down the left leg and foot into the ground. And then from the top of your head, all the way through you, through the center of you, down into the mother of earth, mother earth. So you have six energy flows going right now. Yeah. And then just say thymus, exercise, run. Thymus, exercise, run. Thymus, exercise, run. Thymus, exercise, run. And just continue, even though you weren't maybe totally sure you got it right or were able to follow along because there was lots of different things going on, just know that you are. Thymus energy run. Sorry, thymus exercise run. Thymus exercise run. Thymus exercise run. Yeah, and basically part of the purpose of this is to get to the point where you're willing to allow your body to align in totality with your vibration. So it becomes where you're more, what did I say? Like, I'm going to say more connected. I don't know that that's the correct word, but energetically, it's like allowing your body um, permission to real realign and to maximize its efficiency and be in the same vibration as you as the being. Yeah, so anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. There's some other stuff that we talk about with regards to that in foundation that I'm not going to share on the show, that you're going to have to get your butt to a foundation class if you would like more about that. Uh, but you do have the information you need to run it. And basically, that is such an easy way to create a magical day, because then you're actually running... Um, I'm going to say again, connected. I'm not sure of another word to use, but you know, your, you, your body and you are in vibrational alignment, I guess, is how, the best way to say it. And so it really shifts and changes it. It's also a really good pick me up. Like if often maybe two or three in the afternoon, you feel like you could have a nap and you're not able to try this. Like it's such a yummy pick me up. You can also get to the point where you're doing it without having to think too much about it. I know the first few times and maybe even more than a few times, there's kind of a lot of thinking, okay, where's the energy? What's going on with it? Um, uh, all that pulling of the energy, but you'll get, if you do use it often enough, you'll get to where you can just be walking down the street and do it. I've allowed my body or given, given her permission that whenever she requires it just to do it, 
so that if she's aware that we're out of alignment, that it will just come to mind and I'll do it. So I don't mean it just does it like I'm not aware when it's happening. I'm aware. Usually it just comes to mind. I just think about the thymus exercise and I go, oh, okay, body, would you like this? And then we run all of the energies. Cool. So that is number six. Number seven is quite similar to what we were just talking about is asking your body to let you know when you're not creating magic when you're not choosing magic because sometimes it's not until way after that we actually are willing to have the awareness that we went down the rabbit hole so to speak so if you give your body permission then she can really assist you or he can really assist you or it can really assist you with what is going to create more so the moment you start going down the rabbit hole you will likely if you've if you've asked your body to assist you you'll have that that awareness in the moment be like oh wow Okay, no, what else can we choose here, body? Thank you. What else is possible? Maybe I'll just go to the question, you know, if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? Um, you know, just to get you back into choosing. Maybe in that moment you go to all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory or something. Like, you just know, you just have the awareness in that moment that you're choosing something that isn't creating the magic that you know is possible and just choose whatever it takes to change it. And it might be like asking that, okay, what's it going to take to change this? And it might be going for a walk outside. It might be phoning a friend and laughing about something. It might be, uh, you know, it might be taking a moment and getting really sad or frustrated or annoyed or whatever's going on. Because so often, especially once you start studying these tools, you kind of pick up the lie or buy the lie or create the lie that then every day should be happy and perfect and wonderful. And then when it isn't, you don't want to go there. You don't want to say, oh, it isn't because that's wrong and bad and horrible and you shouldn't and you've got the tools. So they should, your life should be perfect. And it's like, no, like what if sometimes it's just what you need? It's just to have a bit of a freak out or stomp your feet, or get mad. Like, what if that's okay? Again, consciousness judges nothing and allows everything. And I know for myself, when I allow myself the space to do whatever it is, then that space is very short compared to if I tried to pretend everything was perfect and happy and wonderful, or if I was in judgment of how I was choosing to be then it just sticks me and I just stay in it longer. But if I'm like, okay, you know what, right now I'm just pissed and I'm just going to be pissed and I'm going to exaggerate and I'm going to intensify it and I'm just going to be pissier than I've ever been. I wonder how pissy I can get. Like, and I just, you know, just rawr with it. And then it's like, okay, that's boring. <laughs> now what? Now what can I go do? Now how much fun can I have? Now what's it going to take to change this? Like it just takes it and shifts it. So just really allowing yourself whatever, as long as you're not allowing it from the place of adding more drama, trauma to it and making it more significant or more real. That's where you, you will want to put a stop to it with that energy. But if you're just allowing it because it's like, hey, you know what? This is just what is in this 10 seconds. Cool then it likely will only last the 10 seconds. Yeah, so everything that brought up for you, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pop pock shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you haven't been willing to ask your body to let you know when you're not creating and choosing magic, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pop pock shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. 
And everywhere you've decided that your body wouldn't know, <laughs> I don't know what that, I don't, that's just had a funny energy in it. We just run and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot pock shorts, boys and beyonds. There's still something funny on that. Um, everywhere that you think you should be in control and that you don't want to give your body a voice, well, you just turn and create all that and return it to, wow, sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot pock shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. Okay. I'm just looking at that. And what is the truth? What is the value of never allowing your body to contribute to you? Oh, there we go. Okay, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pox, shorts, boys, beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to continuously gift and receive for all, gift and receive with each other for all eternity. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyond. So tip number seven, destroying and uncreating your relationship with everything and everyone from every lifetime. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it really is something that you want to be doing, guys, because it, much like the DJCCs and pissers I talked about earlier, the way that we do relationship is often the way we did it yesterday. And the way we did it yesterday was the day we, way we did it the day before, and you get the idea. So we're often... Um, that's why a lot of times people act like kids when they're with their parents. Even though they might be 60 and they're with their 80-year-old parent, they will often act like they're the child or they are a child. And it's because they're doing relationship the way they did 58 years ago. So every day, and it's just for you. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have any have to have anybody agree with you or say yes to the clearing. Just in your head, you can say, I destroy and uncreate. Every relationship that I've ever had with everything and everyone from every lifetime. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because it truly will change the way you're doing relationship. Changes every relationship. There's a, a couple in Access that do... Uh, conscious leadership the their names are steve and chutissa bowman and they have a quite a big business working with board board members and such anyway they talk about this story it was an anniversary i don't remember which anniversary it was it was a few years ago and 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 steve asked chutissa what she wanted for her anniversary and she said to destroy and uncreate our relationship and he thought she meant a divorce and obviously she didn't mean a divorce but it's always kind of stuck in my head because it's basically what it is it's divorcing what was to create brand new every day and in their case they do they do say it to each other you know so will you discern and create this relationship the way it was yesterday yes okay and they run the clearing statement they do it that way but there's not a lot of couples that are open to that or that you know maybe somebody in the relationship doesn't want to hear the clearing statement whatever it might be just know that you doing it is going to be enough to to change it you don't have to have the other person say it and it doesn't have to be just a marriage like every relationship if you think of your um, your best friend, like how much of what just came to mind when you thought about them was based on yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day, you know, 
there's often no room for for change or if the person does change I'm going to say too much whatever that is but too much for the other person then they end the relationship because it's it doesn't fit in the box anymore so I wonder how much would change if we were all willing to destroy and create you know our relationships with everything and everyone from every lifetime and I made that wording up so you might not have heard that elsewhere within access. It was just something I like to <laughs> I like to make things really easy. So rather than going through and listing all of the people that I have relationships with and everything I have relationships with and you know going through everything, I like to make it really easy and I just run that. Um, and I I added the from every lifetime because there sometimes it's not always, but sometimes I like to go into say antique stores, and I don't want to buy something because I had it in another lifetime. I would like to have total choice with something. So I like to run it like that, you know, just running and creating every relationship with everything from everyone from every lifetime so that I can freely walk into an antique shop and be totally aware that something may desire to own me and it may not be a contribution to me. So that, you know, if you've ever walked into a place and bought something that you couldn't quite explain why you bought it. And I found that more so with kind of antiques or stuff that, you know, have been around for many decades. It's like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. So that is a tip number seven. So tip number, sorry, tip number, yeah, tip number seven. No, eight. Gosh, eight. That was tip number eight, just to keep me straight. So tip number nine, do things that are fun. Now, there are times when things are required to do that are maybe not fun, like clean a toilet. For me, that is not fun. For some people, that is great fun. They love it. I was just talking to a friend today, and she thrives on cleaning, like loves cleaning. And it's so cool for me to talk to her for how much she loves it, because I can totally perceive how much she loves it. And yet I get nothing out of it. it it's not fun. So, um, you know, I'm especially grateful now that hubby does it. And the question that I use when there is something like that, or maybe I need to, to do some paperwork or something that's not so fun. I love to ask, what would it take for this to be more fun phenomenal and rewarding than I never imagined possible. <sighs> Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, I destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot pock shorts, boys and beyonds. And to me, it's just a really yummy, expansive question that invites so many more possibilities. And when I first heard about that question, it was very, very much at the beginning of my my playing with the access tools. And it was a gal that I was doing some some coaching with. And what she had said was to use it everywhere. Like even when you go to the bathroom, even when you're washing dishes, even when you're taking a walk, like ask it constantly. And man, did it open up possibilities. Like it really was cool. And it was also really cool for me to watch when I wasn't willing to use it. Because there was times that I had such a strong conclusion. And probably, I mean, I don't remember any specifics this many years later, but probably a lot of times would have been when I was cleaning. Because it's like, there's no way that will ever be fun, phenomenal or rewarding. Um, so there was times that I didn't even think about it. And then just, you know, the more that I used it, the more aware I became that, wow, 
I'm not even willing to ask the question here. I'm not even willing for there to be another possibility here. I'm not even willing for it to be fun. And and kind of just the awareness of that then was able to start shifting it and choosing it and then able to really recognize, hey, I've got choice here. Like, I actually have choice here. I can I can ask for, for it to be fun, phenomenal, rewarding. I can choose for it to be fun, phenomenal, or reward or and rewarding, or not. Either way is just a choice. So every anything that you're not willing for it to be fun, phenomenal, and rewarding. <sighs> or even ask it to be fun, phenomenal, and rewarding. Everything that is, we destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And of course, you can have the other wording. I often, instead of asking what would it take questions, I go into I wonder. So I wonder what it would be like for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible. <sighs> I wonder what it would be like for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible. Huh, I wonder. I wonder. And that's literally how I do it. Like I just literally am in the space of wonder. And then I'm also willing to be aware when I'm saying it, but I'm not actually in wonder. <laughs> like I'm saying it from conclusion, like, well, I wonder. I wonder what it's going to I can't even say it because it just sounds so funny. But, you know, there's an energy that we be when we're truly in wonder compared to when we're in conclusion and we're asking a question because we're supposed to, right? There is a huge difference. At least I'm very aware of it for myself. So really when, when I'm willing to be in that space of wonder with it, and that's just another way for me that I've used to, to create a magical day. Number 10 is be gratitude. Like, be it. Don't do gratitude. Be gratitude. What energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to be the gratitude you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic. Lead us through an uncreated all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to be the gratitude that you truly be. Everything that doesn't allow that. Destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, a lot of times the doing of gratitude is what assists us to choose the being of gratitude. So you may need to start there where you start listing, you know, 10 things at night that you're grateful for, for the, you know, from the day. That's totally fine, but you really want to do it from the place of being that gratitude. And sometimes to really shift something, I'll, I'll ask, you know, what gratitude can I be here? And it just can change it. Maybe in that car, you know, getting rear-ended. Okay, well, what gratitude can I be here? Oh, okay, so what gratitude can I be here? And it's just yet another tool for us to choose and create the magical day, no matter what shows up. Because there will be times that things show up that weren't planned or really weren't what you were desiring or hoping for or, you know, thought you were asking for. And if we can get out of the judgment of those moments, that's to me when the true magic of what, of what we truly can be 
is possible. And it's going into question. It's staying out of the judgment, out of the, the DJCCs and pissers, into the gratitude, into the possibilities. Yeah. And now look at something in your life that you're not feeling gratitude about. Yeah, just bring up that energy. Intensify how much you're not <laughs> being grateful for with that. Okay, okay, so barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. All levels, layers, lifetimes, universes. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. The first question, just to get a sense of it. So universe, show me what my life would be like if I chose to be gratitude for this. Universe, show me what my life would be like if I chose to be grateful for this. Universe, show me what my life would be like if I chose to be grateful for this. Yeah. You get a sense of the expansion in that. So then the next question you can ask is, what is the value of not being gratitude? Like, what is the value? And you can get a sense of how expansive your life would be if you chose to be grateful for it. What's the value of not? Everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And often it's not a cognitive thing or like it sounds ridiculous with whatever does pop out when, when you say that or when you ask that question. So, you you know, it's not about judging yourself for it, but it's it's really just about the willingness to be like, wow, okay, well, <laughs> that's some sort of crazy I got going on there and just to start and create it on and, and carry on. Yeah, so anything that doesn't allow that, destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then just continuously choosing to be grateful. And again, ask your body, body, show me when I'm not choosing to be grateful. You don't even have to say specifically. You can if you have a situation that you really would prefer to be choosing grateful for it. Then you could ask it in specifics to that. But otherwise, just be like, body, just show me. Show me when I'm not being grateful. Because then the moment that you have that awareness, then you can actually change it. So everywhere that you haven't been willing to be aware of when you're choosing judgment or conclusion or contraction, instead of the gratitude that's truly possible. Yeah, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put box, shorts, boys, beyonds. And the really funny thing is often it's the choosing of the gratitude that will change it. That's, that to me is often the, the, the funny thing because we've bought the lie that that doesn't change it, that choosing, or no, we've, it's not that, not that it doesn't change it. We've bought the lie that focusing on the problem or the issue or the situation, whatever it is, is what changes it. And it actually isn't. It's the being grateful, the being gratitude continuously that will change whatever it is. So, 
everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And that's uh, the access consciousness crazy phrase. And that is something that I would almost say is is tip number 11 is just use the crazy phrase over and over whenever you are in a situation that nothing else is changing it. You know, using the crazy phrase when you're in a situation just in your head, not out loud, but just in your head. I mean, you can use it out loud if you like, but it often doesn't create more. Um, can really create some magic because what it does is it gets out of the harshness and the, the conclusions and the stuck energy into the possibility energy. <sighs> All right, let me run this clearing and then we have got to go. My goodness, time flies when you're having fun. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal, unbelievable, fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality totally beyond this reality with total ease. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic we destroy and uncreate it all. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, podpock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Have a wonderful week, my friends, and I will talk to you next week.